Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan here, Big Cass. Um, first thing off, dentist is the worst thing ever, Cass. Um, you'll notice this episode. I'm talking probably weird. Whole right side of my face is numb. Had three cavities filled today, so bear with me. Uh, but let's get into it, man. Uh, not on the docket, but Seth Towns. Uh, what is this? His eighth year of eligibility? The dude has been playing since the Obama administration, I think, 2016. Um, now playing at, at Howard. He's the Stetson Bennett of college basketball. Except Seth Towns got his sociology degree from Harvard. Stetson Bennett doesn't have a degree. No, yeah, he has he has not graduated high college, and Cardale Jones said he definitely did not go to school to play school. No, no, he did not. But I mean, it's interesting. Seth Towns goes obviously to Howard. Um, Tanner Holden goes yeah. to Wright State, so it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, Cass, do these guys combine for over twenty five points a game? Next season, so no. if you can, you don't think they'll both at like combine? They will be averaging over twenty five. I don't even think they'll combine for twenty five minutes. Hey, <laughs> well, Tanner Holden might. I just don't see Seth Towns playing. I really don't. I okay. It's hard, it's hard to tell. Yeah, it's I feel hard. like I feel like he's lost a step. I don't know. Yeah, we were excited, but injuries killed him. We'll see though. Uh, it should be interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna say this though. If they suddenly average like 20 points a game each, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be really mad. Um, I'm gonna have some questions for Holtman. <laughs> I don't think it'd be on Holtman. I just think it's development for them. Personally, I just, I, I even didn't think, I didn't think Tanner Holden fit the mold at Ohio State. That's just me. But yeah, it is what it is. And you can't fault Holtman for Seth Towns getting hurt. No, you can't. You can't. I mean, it, it, they were at the time too, like good transfers because they were both like really good. Like, like Seth Towns was Ivy League Player of the Year, um, in-state kid, like local kid. So was and Tanner Holden was like averaging twenty for Wright State, just made the NCAA oh. tournament. So like they were both home run, home run transfer portal candidates when you look at it. But it, it, they just didn't pan out. Yeah, I mean. The good thing about this weekend is Ohio State baseball team, who was no, did not make the Big Ten tournament, swept Michigan in baseball at home. So that was that's always good to see. So. Always, always great, always great to see Cass. And it's a good segue because this episode, I know you want to talk about just. I mean, we haven't done one of these in a while. A good old just like going at Michigan, just make, make it like just. Let's just dog Michigan this episode. I mean, I'm ready, man. I feel like we, I feel like we haven't made fun of Michigan in a while. Um, so let's kick it off because I, I don't. It's not really dogging them. It's maybe a, a look at their program. Have they? Is it one of those things where did they're winning and people are starting to notice the wrongdoing things that are going on? I mean, just within the last. Eight months, Mozzie Smith gets busted with illegal guns without the permit. Their coordinator, who gets fired for, 
I, I, I kind of, I forgot about this until earlier. But, I got swept under the rug real quick. Yeah. Um, and then the tunnel fight. Points. The tunnel fight. Yeah. We forgot about the tunnel fight, Monty Smith, and then the offense coordinator. Now the newest addition, Jimmy Schembecker accepted a role as a, like a player personnel role at Ohio State. He's obviously Bo Schembecker's son. Three days later, steps down because his old Twitter resurfaced because him liking posts about how slavery was good for black people, making them entrepreneurs. Oh, no. So my question to you, Dan, and to Michigan fans, what kind of program is Jim Harbaugh running? Like, he's having sleepovers with recruits. You got things just getting swept under. Like, Mozzie Smith thing, the dude should have got suspended. He should have. Like, you know, he didn't have a permit for his gun. Is this, would it have been a stupid suspension? Yeah, but it's his own fault. He knew he didn't have a permit. You know, Shimmy Sebaker, you you get hired, boom, all your old stuff comes to the surface. Guess what? You resign it within three days. The whole offensive coordinator thing getting swept under the rug is, is ridiculous. And then I call it the asking for it beatdown, where one player decides, I'm going to go celebrate in, a, in front of a bunch of Michigan State players and not expect to get my butt kicked. And guess what? It happened. And then you force. Should the Michigan State players get in trouble for that? Yeah, but you you add that on. I feel like too it was such a rigged trial because the the, the all the prosecutors stuff are all like you know University of Michigan fans because it's in the county where like it took place where the game took place because that's how it works. So it's like of course you know Michigan's going to get the favorable treatment to MSU. And it was like it was like the same thing with the Mozzie Smith situation because like the the Mozzie Smith prosecutor was a Michigan guy, so it's just like there's a couple situations where I don't know, man. It seems a little sketchy, little little coincidence. I don't know. Hmm. There's something going on. Uh, I just, I mean, and there's a lot. Like even with the uh, kid that had the mental health issues that, that was from Cincinnati, like the, you know things that end up he ended up transferring, but. Like, didn't something happen with their tight end that transferred to Iowa? Did, wasn't there something out there? I don't know what it completely is, but there is something he out t- there. No, he tweeted something hectic because I know he transferred with McNamara, but like he tweeted, I think his dad or something tweeted something hectic, like he wasn't, they weren't getting paid or something like that. Like they, I, I, from my understanding, there might have been NIL agreements that were not fulfilled. I think that's what it was, but like, yeah, and that's again, not a good look too. That's bad. No, no again. I mean, it, it could be one of those things where, you know, a team's starting to win and things are just starting to come out. But what's crazy is Michigan fans don't want to hear all of that. Ohio State, we know what happened to Ohio State. You had the tattoo gate, you had the Zach Smith stuff, you, multiple, you know, car, you know, Thaddeus Gibson getting cars from car lots, you know. I feel like our things are they always blow our things out of proportion and then like things that are way worse they they just don't they don't bat an eye towards like some remember the dude at Maryland died like the player yeah. at Maryland died and they be like, well, people were more concerned about Urban Meyer did this Urban Meyer said this that, that's what DJ Durkin is defense coordinator for Lane Kevin yeah like it's it, it's not I, do I think 
it's just that winning culture. It's like, we just want to win now. I mean, look at, you know, look at Urban and Meyer at Florida. There was always stuff going on, which by the way, did you hear next year, there's going to be a 30 for 30 for the 2008 Gators. Which is going to be incredible. Cass, I want to bring up a stat real quick. So you can argue, and I know, I know you, I I, want to play devil's advocate here. You can argue that this has been though an issue in Michigan. Go back to 2015, man. Um, Detroit free press wrote an article. You have football, Top 25 in player arrests the past five years. The only teams more than Michigan in player arrests were Florida with 24, Georgia with 22, Texas A&M 22, Oklahoma 21. Um, Michigan was, I, I believe, had 19 uh, over that span. So they like they were up there. So my question is, and this is an unanswered, this is probably an unanswered question for both of us. Why are other programs with Equal to, equal to more value and, I mean, equal to more value and potential scandals, getting swept under the rug. But something what Ohio State did, it gets blown out of proportion. A whole freaking segment on uh, on uh, TV, ESPN, blown it all out of there. Uh, Sage Steele getting in arguments with me about Urban Meyer when he. Saying it's not a fireable offense, so you know. But like, is there a double standard when it comes to teams like Ohio State and Penn State? Because I'm throwing Penn State in there too, because Penn State's whole scandal is they still like what Penn State did. Yeah, completely, you know. But like things that like that's still affecting Penn State. You know, I mean they're doing pretty well now, mm-hmm. but like. It, it took them a little bit. I mean, it's, can't, we can't bounce. They couldn't bounce like Ohio State bounce back up. But anything that Penn State ha- happens to Penn State or, or Ohio State, just throwing those two schools, people just throw it, just throw, throw it out, blow it out of proportion. Like they just blow everything out of proportion. I but also like when, agree. You, you throw you, you throw USC into that too. I feel like I would throw USC into that mix, that same category. Those are like the yeah. three teams that don't usually get screwed. Reggie Bush. Like Reggie Bush. Exactly. Like, but like when things that are more of breaking off, like Jim Trestle lost his job due to the fact that a tattoo shop got raided because his players gave their stuff away and free tattoos. Did those players know that this place was going to get raided for drugs? No. Like, that, like, it's just, it's complete bogus. And, but you have North Carolina's basketball team who has fake these, these student athletes taking fake classes and tutors doing their work. Nothing happened to them. All the stuff that's going on with Michigan, nothing's happening with them. All this recruit, like this recruiting thing with Arizona and all of them. Remember, I, I feel like with Alabama too, like Alabama gets away with so many things and it's, it, they, their stuff's always like bad. Like not even football too, the basketball situation with like the gun yeah. violence and all that. Uh, that was bad, and like their one guy got to play the entire year. He's going to be probably the what second about, overall pick. What about, what about Jordan? Jalen Carter, street racing. Two kids yeah. lost their lives. Like you broke a law, you were street racing. Yeah, no, Cass, man, it is a double standard. It's just I think Ohio State can do a better job of defending themselves. I think we we sometimes our administration's weak, and they don't like. I, I just get sometimes they don't fully support their. You know the players, the staff, the everyone. 
when they should and they should push back and like be like, no, 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 like this is not fair. Like, and like obviously cite all those other times that everyone gets the special, this prefer, this preferred treatment or it's not even preferred treatment. It's just a standard treatment. Like why are, why is Ohio state handed, handed like given worse treatment than everyone else? It feels like. This is where, this is one of the reasons why Ohio state is the most hated fan. One of the most hated fan bases in the country is because Ohio State fans will go to bat for their team like all the time, just like you know, just like anybody else. But if you call out another team for doing wrongdoing, Ohio Ohio State haters bring up 2011. It's like, dude, that was 12 years ago. What about what about now? What what is Ryan Day is not doing anything right now. Uh, Ryan Day is probably running a clean a clean is probably running. Ryan Day is running a clean program because of his who he just took over. The last two coaches he took over, there was two major scandals, right? So Ryan Day is running a clean program right now. The two the two most major minor scandals uh, we should call them because, like in the grand scheme of things, are really not that major, but they were ma- blown out of proportion. Right. The big issue is like I think the bigger episode- scandal should be Cass. Why didn't Urban Meyer start Joe Burrow? Because <laughs> I know you want to ask that this episode. Well, let me tell you, this whole, this this episode is called "Blowing Out Proportion," just because all these fans, because the report came out, Joe Burrow was talking about, and then this is the one thing I hate is about media is they always take bits and pieces about things. Joe Burrow came out and said. I was told by Urban Meyer that I look like a Division II quarterback and I throw like a girl. But, like, that's that's coach speak, you know? That is coach speak. But, like, that's how coaches all, mess with their players. It's – you have to be there. Like, like all these Ohio State haters blowing it out of proportion, basically calling Ur- oh, Urban Meyer kick the kicker because he missed field goals. I mean, like, Urban – yeah, Urban – is Urban Meyer saying No. He's not, but he's a damn good football coach, and it's coach speak. Guess what? Guess what? It made Joe Burrow better. Like it really did. Did he? Did we? This is like beating a dead horse. No, Urban Meyer did not make. No, Urban Meyer did not make the wrong decision by starting Haskins because Haskins was game ready. Joe Burrow was not. If you looked at, if people would actually think and stop and think and put break down the 2018 season. Haskins should have won the Heisman Trophy. Burrow wasn't even in the conversation. He was going into the 2019 draft. The mock draft had him as a sixth rounder. Yeah, yeah, no, they did. What are like people? Are you stupid? Do you not watch major? Do you not watch all of college football, or do you just hump hug the SEC? And 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 you got to ask too, like. Would you rather have Joe Burrow for that one year, or you could at, or you get one year Dwayne Haskins, two years of Justin Fields? I feel like throughout that time, Ohio State always had a great quarterback on the field. You know me. I you know me as a Bengals fan. I love Joe Burrow. I I, I love the way he plays. He took my team to the Super Bowl in a second in his second actually his full first full year as a starting quarterback. I love Joe Burrow, but I would take Dwayne Haskins and two two years of Justin Fields in heart. I agree. I, I, I mean, I mean, because Dwayne Haskins shredded season Big Ten records, shredded them. 
Joe Burrow was a, basically he he was a six going projected sixth round pick for the twenty what was it twenty nineteen draft or whatever like yeah or something like that twenty 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 draft Ooh. like come on now blowing it out of proportion and that's the thing like. I was listening to Zach Smith's podcast, the Minister Sports podcast, and they were talking about the SEC. This fan got on there and it said, SEC fans, SEC stands for sucking suck each other's cocks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, at first I was like, you know what? And then I just dawned on Teams in the SEC root for each other in the SEC. Like, they ju- they hump on Alabama or Georgia if they're winning an Abbey. Oh, our conference has won this many nights. But what has your team done, Tennessee? What has your team done, Texas A&M? What has your team done? You know what I mean? Like that's Texas, what Texas runs, A&M had uh, a cool upset against Alabama, and their guy won the Heisman, and that's really all they've ever done. What has Tennessee done? Oh, you beat Alabama and you threw your freaking goalpost in a river. Well, I mean, they were dominant in the 90s. It wasn't yeah. No, I'm talking about like recently, like right now, since the SEC started their dominance. What has Tennessee done? They had a cool game against Virginia Tech at Bristol, like the NASCAR place. I'll give them credit for that. That was pretty cool. That's that's all I can really think of though, Cass. They threw, the, they beat Alabama and threw their goalposts in the in the river. Yeah. Oh wait, didn't they beat Georgia that one year on like that Hail Mary or something? Yeah, but Georgia wasn't undefeated. No, no, it was just it was just a cool play. Yeah. That's I mean, literally that's all that's all I mean, yeah, that's really all they got. Auburn's been more successful than they have. And Auburn has probably the worst might have the worst roster outside of Colorado. I, I still think Colorado has the worst roster because I don't know what the heck Deion Sanders is doing right now, but but like it SEC fans jump on each other's bandwagon when they're in the playoffs. Do you think Big Ten fans root for Ohio State or Michigan in the, in the playoffs? No chance. No chance. No chance. No chance. Cass, I, I have a question for you. Is, is Jack Sawyer an edge rusher? So is JTT. Like, would you, all right, would you define him as an edge or a DN? I'm just curious. They're both edge rushers. Okay. Interesting. Well, I, it <laughs> just depends how they line up because obviously JTT was an edge rusher against Penn State and dominant. Because this brings me to what? another question, but continue. It just depends. I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to judge. I think because JT Big Game Boomer came out with his top defensive ends and his top edge rushers, and uh, it's I still the, it, I just saw the edge rush. It's not very consistent here, Cass, because he has JTT as the number one like defensive end, but on edge rushers he doesn't even have Jack Sawyer ranked, and he doesn't have him on the defensive ends top fifty. That blows my mind. How is Jack Sawyer not a top fifty player? When he's projected to go in the first round, yeah, in all these mock That's why. It- that's why big game boomer. Believe it or not, I call it the bunch of nuts podcast. Kurt, we had him on, and this <laughs> takes a bit stupid. 
Like, he's had some good, but, like, a lot of them have been It's just like, really? So, it, it's our fault. By the way, I I saw that you re- reposted Notre Dame's delusional fan, right? Yes, because, okay, we had to. The one guy was is just, this, the one guy this weekend on Twitter was popping off. The Four Horsemen podcast. They've said some dumb stuff last year, too, I believe. Yes. Okay. I tweeted out to my book. I tweeted back to my buddy, who's a Penn State fan, AP, you know, and then Chris Drew commented on it. And I said, is all my, I said, I've never seen Penn State, that team up north in Ohio State, be allies. If you read these threads, all three of our team schools were roasting Notre Dame. And Nebraska came in too. That was the best part. They threw the Nebraska fans came who just they're great. I I like Nebraska fans because they they always stand up for what's right, those people. You know what? Here here's what's gonna happen. Notre Dame's gonna be forced to hand to join a conference once these seven teams from the SEC or whatever, ACC coming on. And, you know, we could possibly get Florida State and Georgia Tech and, you know, like that. The Notre Dame could be the odd man out. And guess what? I feel like Notre Dame, if they join a conference, they're going to join whatever's left over the Big 12 and the Pac-12. I'll say this, though. If they join the Big 12, they would be the flagship team of the Big 12. So that would would honestly probably really help the Big 12. Yes, they would. But how that tells you you have you don't have brass balls to join the Big Ten. I I think Notre Dame. I I think this is going to hurt Notre Dame big time. I I really do. Honestly, I don't even care. <laughs> they're, they're they're not. They don't. Uh, it's the same story with them. I don't know. I'm not worried. They're, Arguing national championships, right? Okay, they've won 13 national championships. They won one in 1988. I was born in 1988. 35 so, years ago. That's technically more than more than Michigan's won <laughs> in that but time frame. For that title, the last one they won is in 1947. Yeah. So they're right there with Michigan. At well, least Michigan had the title in 97. Half. <laughs> well, yeah. Half. Yeah, but like... Half a title. <laughs> Notre Dame. I don't even know why they're talking about Ohio State. They're 2-5 they're and five all-time against Ohio State. And they haven't beat us since the 30s. Yeah, once, once, we, once we figured out you could throw the ball forward. <laughs> <laughs> No. When we weren't punting on second down, like, come on. Hey, Jim Trestle probably wanted to punt a couple times on second down. Could work. <laughs> if, you're playing, right, if you were playing like the Mud Dogs from the Water Boy. <laughs> That's the LSU Mud Dogs. Let's start predicting game times and get out of here. All right. So, obviously, Cass, we know Michigan game, noon. Uh, they they made that pretty obvious. That's gonna be big noon kickoff. Has to be right. That's big noon. 
Yeah. Okay. Just, just making sure I'm not crazy. People, people on Twitter were like, "Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be big noon kickoff." I'm like, "No, it it has to be. It's the, the game on Fox at noon. Why would it not be?" I don't know. People are dumb. Uh, and people don't know the new TV schedule, so. Yeah, I feel that I'm like that is so obvious. I had to like second guess it. I'm like, why are people like confused? I don't know. Uh, Michigan State. November 11th, 7.30, NBC. That will be a good one, Um, but all right. Let's start game one. Let's start game one, Ohio State at Indiana, September 2nd. I feel like that's a night game on the road. I'm going out of the blue. I, I, here's what I'm going to do, I think. I looked at the schedule, and I thought, okay, this got big news kickoff because it's the only conference game, and then I realized that they're at TCU for TCU Colorado. I believe, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going the inaugural game on CBS 3:30. Brad Nesser, Gary Daniels, because it's a conference game. Hmm. It makes sense. A lot. I think it's gonna be a night game on NBC or Big Ten Network. NBC. So game two is Youngstown State. That's noon. That Youngstown State, Western Kentucky. Those are both noon in the shoe, right? Like, uh, or do they try to stagger it? Here's what's going to happen. Western Kentucky, Youngstown State is going to be noon. Big, big ten. Big 10. What Western Kentucky is going to be that twilight game at four o'clock mm. with. Tim Brando and Spencer Tillman on FS1. Yeah, and we're gonna get to see a lot of the backup. So yeah, that no, that makes sense. That makes sense. That plays. I agree. Notre Dame. Here's where I don't think Notre Dame. Here's where I don't think Indiana Ohio State would be NBC because Notre Dame. I mean Indiana Ohio State won't be it. Notre Dame Ohio State NBC seven thirty and down. I feel like it has to be, but like. Honestly, it'd be kind of cool if it was noon. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think it's, I think it's going to be NBC because NBC, NBC still has the TV rights to Notre Dame. Yeah, and now they have the TV rights to. I think that's where you're going to see Ohio State first on NBC. That's uh, like that's a game I would like to see on at noon. Believe it or not, Cass, I, it's not going to be. Cool. It would just be cool, I think, to watch them at because we watched them at night last year, and it's, I don't know, I, getting. It's hard to get hyped for a game like that, the way it's going to play. I think that game is going to play better for TV at noon. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be 7.30 NBC. All right, let's go back to it. Uh, Maryland, home. I feel like that's 3.30. Nah, maybe noon. Probably noon. I think Maryland could be undefeated. Big noon. I'm going big noon. Okay, big noon. Maryland, Maryland right. might be like 17 overall. Yeah. Um, this is absolutely night game cast. Ohio State at Purdue, October 14th. Yeah, night game. Um, this is also probably a night game. Um, Ohio State home, Penn State against Penn State. I feel like that's historically a night game for us. Big noon. Big noon. Really? You think big noon? Interesting. I'm going to say night game at home. Big, big noon, 
here's why. I think Big Noon just because um, I think Big Noon just because the money and that Fox has the number one. Okay, that's fair. Um, after that, Next. October twenty eighth at Wisconsin. That I think is going to be the three thirty CBS game. 3.30 CBS? I hope it is because I think we're going – my wife and I will do that. Um, I think that's either 3.30 or night. Or uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I want to I lead Gary Danielson and Brad Nessler. I want to lead that way, 3.30. Um, I, feel like, I feel like NBC is going to get the third best option Big Ten game of that week. We have Ohio State Rutgers November 4th. That's Big, Ten, in Big, Big Ten, Ten Network. Noon. <laughs> um, then we have obviously Michigan State, Ohio State. That's seven thirty, November eleventh. Um, after that, we have Minnesota, Ohio State, November eighteenth. That's Ohio State's last home game, so I feel like that would be noon, right? Senior day. It's a flip coin game, depending on how good Minnesota is. If Minnesota is contending for the West, it's going to be big noon kickoff. Uh, where's Michigan at that week? Illinois? Uh, no, it might be Maryland. It's Maryland or Illinois. If if they're playing... Okay, Michigan. Maryland. It's Maryland. Oh, yeah. It's it's 3.30 CBS. Because Maryland, Michigan will be big name. Makes sense to me, bro. Yeah. So I, I, I like, I can't wait for CBS to do the games. I like Brad Nessler. I've never really been a big fan of Gary Danielson, but it's going to be different because now he can be biased towards the big fan and see how it works out. It might be the most beautiful thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, it might be, but it, it, just keep an eye. I think Wisconsin, Maryland, Minnesota. Ooh. I'll say this, because Gary Danielson went to Purdue, right? I know I said night game. What if they do the three the three thirty game, Ohio State Purdue, and let him call it, and then he's just like super biased against Ohio State because he went to Purdue. That's Gary Dawson, not Gary Danielson. Yeah, Gary Danielson. I said Gary. He played. Gary Danielson went to Purdue. He was a quarterback. I'm pretty sure. No, yeah, that was. Uh... Yeah, he went to Purdue. You're right. Which is doesn't that blow your mind, bro? Like you're born in Michigan. Like he went to Purdue, and he's just he hates the Big Ten. Well, he when he worked for the ABC, it was before he went to work with Vern Lundquist. Mm-hmm. Early, early, like early, late '90s, early 2000s, he used to do the Big Ten ABC games with Brett Musburger. Mm-hmm. They always they always flipped. Between him and uh, um, uh, Greasy, Bob Greasy. Because um, Bob Greasy was with Keith Jackson. Brett Musburger had Gary Danielson. Gary Danielson was all of, or Keith Jackson had Gary Danielson. You know, vice versa. They always switched off. And he loved the Big Ten. And then when he went to CBS, he ended up pairing bias. And that's where, like, he kind of, so secretly, he probably deep down loves the Big Ten. And he's probably super excited to come back to the Big Ten. 
You know, Garrett Adelson is fourth in line's history in passing yards and passing touchdowns. He has five touchdowns in 1978 against the Minnesota Vikings is still tied for the Lions record. It's crazy. Interesting. Interesting. You would never have guessed that, like, when you listen to him, too. You'd be like, this guy played golf. Right? He's a pretty good football player. Yeah, for sure. Real good football player. Um, Man, that's really all I got. Uh, I'm trying to think. Did I have anything else? No, I think that's it, man. I think we – ending a little earlier today. Yeah, a little bit. Um, we we need we need some help. Oh, I hope everybody has a happy Memorial Day. Uh, I hope everybody enjoys it. Remember what Memorial Day is all about. It's not, don't go out and thank your veterans because I mean they're the ones still alive. There's, there's a difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day. Just remember um, what you know. Memorial Day, you know, supports the people who did not make it home. Uh, to fight for our freedom, so we do salute the troops to the show, I hope. <laughs> yeah, so. no, absolutely salute the troops. Oh, also cast our uh, our sponsor, our our ad. Yeah, yeah uh, go to Cast Cut. Uh, our... Oh, no. Oh, no. He cut, he cut out. All right, no worries. Um, so go to Cast Cuts. Um, it's on Facebook. We'll post a link at the end of the show. Cass's brothers doing amazing work. Uh, but as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Notes podcast. I can't believe we just lost Cass like that, but um, that's all we had. Thank you. Go Bucks. Peace. <laughs>